Hello and welcome to the Let's Get Visible podcast with me, your host, Janine Coney, personal branding expert, marketing and business mentor and international style coach. And I am passionate about empowering you to build an iconic personal brand and image, to grow your business, to develop your leadership skills and elevate your self-esteem and confidence to get visible for your success. Hello and welcome to this new episode of the Let's Get Visible podcast with me, Janine Coney. And today I'm joined by Pippa from the PR set. Now, let me just explain a little bit about Pippa before she comes on and is talking to us. Uh, For those of you listening on the podcast, welcome. For those of you who are watching here on the video, welcome along. Now, Pippa wanted to create a place for small business owners to get together and support each other and she wanted to help them with the knowledge that they need to get there to do their PR for themselves kind of a do it yourself for your PR now just like me Pippa likes to focus on giving her clients confidence and accountability in a safe space to learn and to move forwards in their business or their career and that's what we're going to talk about today because there's loads of things that always come up around PR we hear it all the time so let's get straight in so welcome Pippa welcome to my podcast welcome to this live today oh thank you so much for having me you're so so welcome so first of all just um explain a little bit about yourself I know I've done a little bit of an intro for you there and about your career and why you've come to launch this really you know special business um well I've worked in PR for pretty much my whole career mainly big agencies big budgets which um was fun and exhilarating in my 20s but didn't quite work out so well uh, once I had kids um, and actually what I realized that I loved doing was working with um, small business owners entrepreneurs innovators people doing things differently um, which didn't really fit within that kind of agency mold um, and you know the bud- people associate PR with big budgets big brands and actually what I wanted to do was create an opportunity for smaller business owners to kind of tell their stories, to get known, to do their own PR and not um, see the barriers to it. I think lots of people associate with PR. Yeah, absolutely. It makes so much sense. And I think a really, really good place for us to start. And, you know, apologies to those of you who go, yeah, no, I know what it is. But lots of people still don't really fully understand what exactly is PR because the people the confusion comes between the difference between PR and marketing yeah exactly and it it's something that I think the PR industry has almost um created this kind of mysticism around what PR is because it makes you then feel like you need to kind of employ an agency to do it for you because it's Mm -hmm. this sort of a dark art um I also see lots of PRs explaining it kind of well not in the way that I would so when I'm talking about PR I'm talking about um what people say about you when you're not there or getting um third parties to talk about you so it could be journalists it could be media and press plays a big role in um PR but actually there's lots of other ways that you can get um PR for your business for your for yourself whether it's talking on a podcast um collaborations insta lives you know 
putting yourself out there, speaking opportunities, that kind of thing. So I kind of talk about it in terms of rather than you taking out an advert in a magazine and saying, look how great I am, it's almost getting someone else to say that for you. And it's that third party endorsement that's incredibly powerful, creates trust triggers for you, makes other people go, well, if they're talking about them, they must know what they're talking about. That You know, it's it's that kind of trust that you build in your brand. Yeah, totally. I, I'm glad you've said that because I was kind of listening and thinking, is that the way that when I explain it as well, I do. And I kind of think it, you're, it's about your reputation, isn't it? And I think in your yeah. personal branding, you're you're writing about yourself. But in a sense, with PR, you're kind of well, you do. You want other people to be writing about you and endorsing that. Exactly. That's that's exactly how how I talk about it. And I think it's, you know, PR isn't a form of marketing and it fits really well with all the other things that you do within the kind of marketing wheel. And actually, when when I'm kind of coaching and teaching people, I kind of really encourage them to look at their whole marketing. But the PR is about what people think about you, what they say about you. It's building a brand. It's not Mm. about focusing on tactical sales. It's about building longevity in your business, in you, in yourself as an expert. Exactly. Exactly. I love the way you've put that. And and hopefully when people are listening to this, they'll be able to realise why, you know, your personal brand and your PR just go hand in hand together. They really, really do. And obviously your marketing too, but it's so, so important. And I mean, we kind of covered that there, but my next question was to you is like, why do you think that PR is, you know, so important as part of your personal brand in your business? It's so powerful. If you get it right, whether you're a big brand or, you know, a one person, um, you know, single person run business, it's just so powerful. It's getting, Mm. you know, other people to talk about you to endorse you you know there are there are actually lots and lots of different um, things that PR can do for you whether it's driving sales it's helping your SEO but mm. I think it's building that reputation if, you know if you want to be around for a long time I think that's so important it's about yeah. creating points of differences it's also about storytelling and I think that's that's why I love PR so much actually it's really the human elements it's creating that connection with your customer with your clients that allow you to tell your stories to um, talk about things that aren't just transactional sales and and that is really powerful in itself well exactly because when you're talking about and you're building your brand again your story it is what makes you who you are and what you do effectively isn't it and that's what people want to connect with not just like a a sales pitch or something which I think is very old-fashioned but can still be done by so many people yeah I totally agree and I think um one of the things I see a lot with kind of small business owners and people people within the employment world as well is you talk about kind of um telling your story or putting yourself out there and you see them kind of shrink back and you know it makes them feel icky they're worried about what people think and that kind of thing um, but the people that I see who are really nailing their own PR are the ones that kind of step into it and embrace it and learn to not care what people think about them or, you know, just are going at going at it and really giving it a good go. Because I think that's when we kind of really start I see them blossom. They kind of come in to me and at the beginning they're quite often. I mean, you probably see this with clients. There's a lack of confidence. All the time. Um, and then as they start getting the PR, the belief, other people saying, you know, I believe in what you're doing, the shoulders come back, yeah. you know, it's amazing for, for your confidence in terms of 
your you know your growth and, and what you're kind of looking to achieve for your business absolutely and, and even going on to networking and things like that and the dreaded I mean, everybody dreaded, even your face straight away. You know what I'm going to say before I've even said it, the dreaded 60 second pitch. You know, people, I always talk about this because you, you will look around the room and if everybody's being honest, nobody's really listening to what anybody else is saying generally because they're too busy going, right, okay, what do I say? What do I say? How do I say it in that short amount of time that gets it across? And there's just so much attention on that. And if you can work on all of these things, including your confidence and like you say, what you know, what you do and you have that confidence in it, then you can go places like that, can't you? Or put something forward to people with real clarity because you know exactly what your story is and what you're doing. So yeah. it's so, it's so, so important powerful. just being able to say in a sentence what you do. And a lot of the small businesses who come to me struggle with that. You know, I'll, yeah. I'll ask them to introduce themselves to kind of other members within my DIY PR membership and they kind of get stuck on it. And, and, you know, if you can't explain what you do, then how on earth can you expect anyone else to understand it? So yeah. that's one of the things that I would really encourage people to start with is really nailing that kind of, you know, what they, they call an elevator pitch, but really understanding how to communicate what you do succinctly and, um, you know, so that people understand it. Exactly, exactly. Now, we both know that, um, you know, your personal brand and your PR is really, really important for you when you are in business as a female entrepreneur, woman in business. However, it's really important still, isn't it, if you are career in your, you know, in a career, working in a business for somebody else, you know, a job nine to five, you know, you might be on LinkedIn and have a LinkedIn profile then you're still looking at PR, aren't you? Totally. And actually, this is a conversation I've been having recently with lots of people within the kind of corporate space, within HR, learning and development, that kind of area. Because actually, you know, we all have a profile of who we are and what we do. And the more that you can be known for your expertise, for doing what you do, the more you're going to get noticed, whether it's by bosses or it's by external people. And actually, that does its own job for elevating the business as a whole. So if your business has um, people within it whose profile is being raised, who are being asked to talk at events, who are being asked to write articles or comment on features for features, then, you know, that's really powerful for the business, but also for yourself as an individual, because you can then show your bosses what you're doing for the business and what you're doing to help raise your own profile. Exactly. And also, if let's be honest, if you are looking to move on your career as well, it's really great for that. Because one of the first things people do, and having worked in HR myself now, is, I know it's, it sounds a bit, but people will Google you. They will look you up yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. And they will look you up on LinkedIn straight away and see what you've done and see what you're about. So, you know, even if you think it doesn't matter, it kind of does. It really does. And I think quite often we get scared, whether you're employed or you're self-employed, of putting ourselves out there and giving our opinions in case it, you know, people don't like what we're saying or it doesn't resonate with them. But actually, you know, you're much better to put yourself out there to, to, to show people who you are, to not hide behind it, because then you attract your tribe, you attract the people to you rather than being kind of a bit vanilla about everything. Vanilla, yeah. I totally agree. Sitting on the fence is really easy. And I think we've probably all been there where you're like, oh, I don't, especially if you're somebody who doesn't like offending other people and doesn't really like controversy. 
But actually, sometimes you get more, don't you, when you actually go out and have an opinion on something or give a viewpoint that's sort of in reverse to what somebody else would say. Yeah, and I think, you know, culturally, we're at a funny place, aren't we, with cancel culture and all of that kind of stuff. I'm not saying to be controversial for, you know, the sake of it, but having opinions, um, you know, showing that you know what you're talking about, I think is really powerful. And you don't have to actually go into too much detail to show that you are an expert in what you do you know repetition is incredibly powerful as well saying the same things over and over again because you have to remember you're the only person that sees everything that you're putting out there in terms of social media emails all of that kind of stuff and actually if you're saying the same things over and over again what it does is cement that you do know what you're talking about and sometimes Mm -hmm. it can feel a little bit boring I don't know if you find it a bit monotonous but actually it can work really well to connect you to your audience so that they understand that you do know what you're talking about. Yeah, because we can end up thinking like we've posted about that last week or we've talked about it last week. But realistically, probably a lot of people have scrolled on through. I mean, how many posts people do we miss? Or, you know, somebody says, oh, did you see I was featured in this? And you're like, no, I didn't see. Yeah. I suppose that takes it, which is going off on a bit of a different tangent of why, um, a blog and SEO and writing things and having your own website and things like that is just so important as well. So you can direct people back to that. But the repetition of a message is so important. But I know, you know, when I talk to clients, like you've just said, it's one of the things they're like, oh, no, but I've, I just feel like I'm constantly talking about the same thing. But that's actually really good now because haven't yeah. we, isn't our people's attention span is much less as well, isn't it, than it was? It's really gone yeah. down to a matter of seconds. I think it, and I, I read, it used to be when I kind of first started, started out in PR that it was something like um, somebody needed to see you seven times before they bought from you. And then that went up to 14. And I actually heard someone recently say it was 21. I did too. I was like, Absol- what? Absolutely. So you could post the same thing effectively 21 times before people yeah. really start taking notice of it. And that just seems like a hell of a lot, doesn't I it? I know. It's because amazing. I mean, I, I launched a course the other day. I, um, I've teamed up with an influencer called Cat Sims to launch um, mm-hmm. how to work with influencers to supercharge your biz. And I mean, I went for it around launch you know I felt like I was literally like talking about this course all non-stop and the week after we launched it I shared something on Instagram that kind of related to it and did an emoji face you know like um oh you may have heard that we've launched a course and somebody who I know quite well within you know from a um a work perspective messaged me back saying oh I didn't know you'd launched that course and it just shows that actually, you know, you people don't see everything that you put out there. And from my point of view, when I saw that going out, I saw it going out, but not, not at all ever did it go through my mind. Oh God, it's that again. It's yeah. that again. So yeah. we think that, but not at all. In fact, it just reinforced it when I saw it going out. Yeah, but you, exactly. were, you know, anybody would just think, oh, that's too much. I posted. I think the other thing you can do is, is if people aren't feeling very confident in themselves, they can post or put something else out um, and shy away, go, oh, I put something out there, what's going to happen? Um, rather than kind of just feel it and just be proud of it. It can be yeah. a case of, I'm a little bit shy now, I've put it out there, let's just yeah. see what happens. Whereas you've got to be bold and, and go for it. And Which brings me on to my next point, because I think this is an important one for us to cover in the realistic world of all of this, what happens if people hide away and actually do nothing in their PR? I mean, obviously, 
I kind of think I know what you're going to say here, but I'd be really interested to hear your viewpoint on it as well. You know, if somebody's got a business and they're going, right, no, I just can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not going to put myself out there. What happens? I think you're missing out on huge opportunities. Don't get me wrong. You know, I've got a, a, a few friends who've got their own businesses and actually they they don't they don't put themselves out there, but they run their businesses in very different ways. Okay. Um, I think as entrepreneurs, small business owners, and also within within the corporate world, you know, you are your superpower, aren't you? You know, you are what sets you apart from other businesses, from competitors. And so by not building your profile by not doing the kind of the PR elements you are really missing a trick I believe in terms of connecting with your audience in terms of creating um, a business that has longevity in terms of actually doing things that really do shift the dial for you in terms of sales building your brand and all that kind of stuff so I think I don't think I think you can run a business without building your profile but I feel like you are really missing a trick if you don't do yeah. it yeah and I think probably you the, the people who can do that have probably got a really good audience from something else yeah. that has taken on forward with them am I right maybe yeah I think you're right and actually yeah. I've got a really good example of this is um, a very good friend of mine is an amazing um coach kind of in that space and she um when she first started she wouldn't go on stories she got other people to be in her photography and yeah. I said to her you know you need to put yourself out there especially within in that world where you're connecting with people it's so important to have that connection with your clients and for people to come into your world and understand yeah. who you are and um and then you know slowly she she did her first story she got comfortable and you know her business has taken off and I do think it's partly to do with the fact that she got comfortable with who she was and put herself out there and allowed herself to then connect with her audience and build genuine relationships with genuine, people. genuine and I think that's the really good word authenticity and genuine relationships and not trying when you start out to try and be like other people which I think is quite a I don't want to use the word trap, but it's the first one I can think of that comes into my head because you can. I think so many people do. They're like, oh, that person's amazing. I need to do it like that person. And actually, after a while, you realize that, that you're that person. You yeah. have, I think you you being authentic to who you are is mm. so important because yeah. how exhausting pretending that you're someone else is just I couldn't, you know, it's or, just... yeah, somebody else's personality. And then then what happens when people start working with you if you've portrayed a completely different image or personality of the person that you actually are? Is yeah. and there's not that authenticity there when somebody's kind of working with you or something. Yeah. So you're kind of setting yourself up not a big fall, but you know, just a lot of pressure you're putting on yourself there, aren't you? Totally. And I think one of the things that um I see with small business owners it, it often and, and I'm sure you experience the same thing mm. is it often comes down to confidence yeah. and, not, and maybe not believing in what they're doing enough so um, a great example of this is I used to edit um, a publication I didn't mention that in my career but I, I launched yeah. a publication down in the southeast and I did that for um, two years and it gave me a huge insight into how wrong people get pitching to journalists and one of the things was and it was often it would be from small business owners um, who you'd get an email from them almost apologizing for taking up space in your inbox yeah um, you see the feeble kind of oh I'm terribly sorry um, I just have this little business and I just you know 
I just didn't want like a, a side hustle or yeah, something yeah. Compa- and comparing that to someone who actually full-on believes in what they're doing comes okay. in you know, punchy and excited and enthusiastic for their business as a journalist you are much more likely to pick up on that you know that energy that that person's bringing into your inbox than somebody who's kind of not quite there in terms of believing in what they do exactly and that again boils back to that big c word the confidence word doesn't it so people do they need to have a massive audience to be featured in the press you know and and I'm talking press that um you know that people might pick up every day I think people think I might get featured in my local paper but what about national press how do I get featured in there absolutely you as a small business owner have you know every right to be featured in those publications. And I think that is one of the big barriers I see to people doing their own PR. I'm not big enough yet. I'm not enough yet. Enough, enough, enough. It's, mm-hmm. it's that word. And it's honestly, it's not true. In the last couple of weeks, I was looking at it actually yesterday, my DIY PR members have got themselves into Metro, Daily Telegraph, Stylist, Marie Claire Online, you know, the list goes on. And the only difference between their business and the businesses of people who aren't getting in those is the fact that they're doing it. I yeah. honestly, there's nothing super power different about those businesses. It's just that they are doing it and they've, they've said, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to generate media coverage or find PR opportunities for my business. And they are doing it. That's amazing. So what three things could people do? maybe over the next week or over summer to level up their PR? What three um, could you give them? Well, I mean, the, the first thing really, the, the only thing really is to get on and do it because actually <laughs> by not doing it, you're not going to get anywhere. You right. know, the best time to start is now. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, if, if you're struggling to see how it can work for you and your business, one of the areas that I really recommend starting with is your network. So looking at who you know and what you could potentially do with them. Remember, PR is not just about getting press coverage. Is there things like Insta Lives that you could do together or um, a webinar or an event or something that you could do with people that you know? Because quite often that can be an easy place to start. That's how I started with my business. I tapped into people who were in similar areas to me, not you know directly competitive, and we did things together. And that's how I started to build my profile. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, have a look at your network, look at who you know, um, but just get on and do it, I would say, is, is the key thing. Mm-hmm. Another thing that probably connects to what you do as well is imagery. Imagery mm-hmm is really really important especially mm. from the press co- pre- press perspective but also mm. you know when you're putting yourself out there in terms of people using images of you for mm. um, social media or podcasts or whatever it is that you're doing um quite often when I was editing the publication I'd come across this amazing brand that I would love you know wanted to interview the founder and they either hadn't got any any shots of themselves done or they might um, send me a picture of them when they were a corporate lawyer eight years ago and it totally wasn't reflective of the, you know, that energy that their mm. business kind of was now. Or it might be a picture of them on their wedding day. I was like, this does not work. Um, so have a think about your imagery um, because that from a PR perspective is really important. And if it's not working for your PR, it's probably not working across the rest of your marketing no. as well. And what about um, media kits and things like that? Do you think people need those when they're like a small business? Yeah, and it can, yes, I do. I think having um, 
some information about your business. Um, press releases are useful. You hear lots of mixed reports on this, um, especially if you're launching something new. Having new news to talk about from a PR perspective, from a media perspective as well, is is important um but it could be that you're pitching yourself as an expert to comment on certain things in that case you don't really need a huge amount of um words you just need to have maybe a paragraph about who you are and what you do and what your expertise is mm -hmm. but um press releases and that kind of thing can be really useful especially for product businesses for giving the journalists just the, the key factual information that they might need to kind of help populate their stories or write about your business and that yeah kind of because years ago, in my early career, I worked for a newspaper and we used to, I used to sit right next to the news desk uh, where the editors were. And one of the banes of their life was or in sort of and in the advertising side was advertisers going, ask the, the prep, you know, the editor to put this in. And it was like a promotion for something. And I learned from a very early age the difference between editorial and sales. So, and I think it's still the same now, isn't it? When you're writing a press release, you have to remember, it has to be a newsworthy story. It's not a case of, here's my offer that's just come out and it's 99 pound and buy this because the chances of that getting featured are sort of next to, you know, probably nothing. It has to be a story, it has to be relatable and it can't come across in a salesworthy point of view. Otherwise they will say it's either an advertorial or go to the advertising department does that still stand? Yeah, and that's really, really important. You've hit the nail totally on the head there. It's about storytelling. It's not about giving you an advert for your business. Like you say, that's what the ad department is there for. Yeah. So think about the stories that you've got in your business. If I think about the, the stories that some of my members have got recently, for example, you know, the, the, um, the uh, one of them had a, a, the story in the Metro about how she turned her side hustle into a business in the pandemic. Yeah. Um, another one um, who are Marlow Wine, which is an amazing, very cool wine brand. Um, they were in the Telegraph about for a feature on unusual, unusual wedding presents and the fact that people are now kind of buying cases of wine as kind of wedding presents rather than, mm. you know, your traditional plates and knives and forks. And that <laughs> it's looking at what kind of stories you have within your business and how you tell that story. And also it's really important. And I think this is true for everything that we do. And you hear lots of marketers talking about it. So it's probably, I can, I can feel small business owners rolling their eyes, but ultimately <laughs> it comes down to the audience and working back from the from your audience. Mm -hmm. Same with the magazine or a newspaper, you know, it's about what the reader wants to read about. They don't want to read an ad, promotional ad for your business. They want to read about the human elements, the connection, the insight that you know the things that the new the new things you know that's why journalists are often looking for new stuff to talk about because they want to they want to be the first people to tell their readers about it exactly I suppose we have to remember it's not all about us it's about them it's about what we do for those people you know um, exactly one of the things that I, I say to people as well is to try and remove yourself from your own agenda from it yeah if you can remove yourself from it it's a it's really hard thing to do but if you can take yourself away from it um you know that that can be a really good exercise in order for you to try and see where you know what where objectively what you've got in your business that might be newsworthy yeah absolutely I so agree I so love this it's brilliant so on to you with your own business, because obviously, you know, uh, both of us have our own businesses. And um, how long have you been running yours for now? Um, so I started the Piazza in November 2020. So not a huge amount of time, about 
yeah, yeah. so um so yeah that was great during the pandemic it was but I think I'm a real doer I think probably people who work in PR marketing are, are yeah. doers um, <laughs> and I rarely sat, sit, sat still and actually what the pandemic did for me was gave me a pause um and I was doing the publication at the time but it had sowed these little seeds um you know oh people actually are getting PR really wrong PRs are getting PR well media relations really wrong um, I can definitely teach people how to do this better than some of the PRs are doing it for them and you know small business owners paying lots of money so I, I kind of had had those seeds um, going and actually I did an awful lot of work on my mindset because I'd been telling myself for years that I couldn't have my own business and then I was like why not why can't I have my own business it's only the stories that I'd been telling myself that kind of I was getting in my own way really so mm. um, you know I wouldn't wish for it again but the pandemic did give me that pause to rethink and recalibrate and have a good old word with myself I think and get on with it and do get what on. you've just been doing for all these years for other people as in working for somebody else yeah having your own business so what do you think are the best things about running your own business oh goodness me I think working with the people that I want to work with I think that's why I did it ultimately I didn't want to set up an agency model kind of um, where you're chasing clients with massive budgets all the time um, I love working with the people that I love working you know that I work with they that's that's why I'm doing it um, seeing them get the, the success and then the difference that that then makes to their business is just that brings me all the joy so I think the, the key thing for me is allow, giving me the flexibility of choosing who I who I work with but mm. also you know the freedom and the flexibility in my own life to um, run the business around my kids um, to a certain extent it's I don't always get it right at all but I can you know go to sports days and pick them up from school most days that kind of thing um and just yeah being slightly in charge of my own destiny she says yeah. tomorrow morning I'll probably be you know thinking the total opposite and you know but well that brings me on to the other because there's some lows of it too aren't there yeah where you could yeah. it's, it's definitely a roller coaster for sure isn't it it is a roller coaster I think um for me um I'm a real people person I love I get my ideas from talking to people um, I really miss the team thing mm. um, but what I've done is find different groups and that's why I wanted to set up a membership really rather than just kind of doing a PR course and letting people go off and do it themselves I love the community I love I've, I've found some great communities out there where I've been able to be really open and honest with people have really honest chats um, and that's what I love um, and I've got a few kind of business besties as well that um, you know we tap it we, we borrow each other's brains and we you know work together on certain things and that kind of thing so I, I'm, I'm trying to um, get over the fact that I work by myself um, and, and you know compensate with other things I guess. I kind of think it's like creating your own mini community, isn't it? I call it, it's like some people call it like a water cooler moment, don't they? Or a coffee machine moment in the morning. I think that's what I miss. You know, when you go into the office and you just sit down and you might have a chat about what you did last night, but then you might have a chat about um, what you're doing that day or what would you do in this situation or have a little grumble about something. But the other thing that I notice is the amount of pressure that we put on ourselves with the list, list of things that we give ourselves to do in our own business. Whereas when you work for somebody else, you're going into the office and you're working on something, you're working on generally, you know what I mean? Generally, aren't you? One thing. And if somebody comes up to you and says, can you do, you go, no, I'm busy. 
I'm busy. I'll let you know when I finish this. But in our own businesses, we can be like, yeah, yeah, well, you know, I'll try and do this. I'll try and do that. Try and do the other. We put so much pressure and I see it all the time. And I take, I just take myself back to that. And I talk to other people about it too. Like, would you do that in the office? You know, and That's if you need to reach out and talk to people, yeah, but somehow it's setting the boundaries in your own business, I think can be the hardest, like working all hours and things like that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm, I've got quite good at that, actually. Like, I think at the beginning, you know, I, was, I threw everything into it and, I, and there were certain things that I needed to get done in order to be able to launch and that kind of thing. So there was kind of a time pressure on it. But I am quite good. Like, I, I don't really work at the weekends and I don't. I do work late sometimes, but usually it's because I've kind of taken some time out of the day to yeah. around the kids or whatever. So, um, yeah, I, I try really hard to keep that because otherwise there's no point in me doing it. I need to enjoy it as well as, you yeah. know. And I think that's what you hear a lot of people say with it, because if not, you can reach burnout really quickly. And because it's your passion and you love doing it, people just you can and can end up working. And generally, a lot of people are working from home with their own businesses so you can work on it 24 7 but then you don't get the clarity you haven't got a clear head you can get muddled up with stuff and then I just found very early on that I needed to set those boundaries and don't get me wrong I'm not perfect sometimes I still fall off the wagon and I can find myself sitting here till 11 o'clock at night but generally generally I'll be like right now I've done enough today my brain's a fuzz can't do anymore so yeah, yeah. it's been yeah it's and it's remembering why you wanted to work for yourself in the first mm. place and for some and everyone's got different reasons haven't they for that but for yeah. me it was the flexibility and being there for people. being there <laughs> being present being present yeah exactly exactly so many highs but there was a, a very very sort of steep learning curve when you go into business but yeah, I wouldn't change you, it for you the forget, world. don't you that you have to be like you're the finance director you're the yeah. hr director yeah. you know, to myself um but you know you are taking on roles that i think sometimes you if, when you're starting your business you don't really think about those things that you would be doing that um yeah no you don't you you just think i mean i think if i look back now i think i was very naive i'm not saying i was, didn't know at all but i think it was very naive to how i feel now about things um but that's not meant to put anybody off if they're listening at all because I just think what I have learned is we're all on our own journey and as I say all the time anybody who works with me know one of my sayings should be like swim your own lane don't worry about other people because you know you could end up just getting so clouded by what other people are doing and it can stunt you in what you're doing so um you know put your blinkers on and, and just keep going in your own way and those are the things that have just kept me going forward. And we all have our good days and we all have our bad days, the same as in life, really. Yeah, um, I think that's brilliant. Ultimately, I wouldn't change it. And I think you need that naivety at the beginning as well, because probably, yeah. you wouldn't do it otherwise. So, no, yeah. I think you're right. Um, yeah, my, my coaching friend Caroline always says, you know, if you wake up in five years' time and you've not done it, how would you feel? And that for me was a real. Yes. It was the push that I needed really to just say, you know what, I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to see if my idea works and I will I will evolve and I will change it along the way. And I do I think I'm probably coming actually up to a point where I, I, I will be evolving the business in a certain direction. I'm not quite sure what that is yet, hmm. but I feel like there's a kind of I'm getting to the point where, you know, things are changing out there. Um, mm. coming out of the pandemic etc mm. so I think you know and I'm quite excited about it yeah. I'm quite excited about like where the next bit will take me so 
Oh, that's good. That just shows that it's all moving in the right direction. And I think things have to evolve and grow. And I'm sure you probably agree there. I really do. Um, yeah, it's exciting, exciting times. So um, finally, finally, um, are there like, can you name two things that you wish you'd known when you were building your personal brand in your business that might help other people? I think one of them, which was a re really important lesson, and I see this actually click with the people that I work with, is that you are the only person who really cares or who, who really has an opinion about everything that you're doing. And when, when you realise actually it doesn't matter what people think, it doesn't matter if a journalist doesn't pick up on your business when you pitch to them, it just means it gives you that freedom to be able to do stuff and to not really care what other people are thinking about you. So that for me was a bit of a light bulb moment. And it's something that I really try and teach the people that I work with is, you know, I think we quite often we talk for other people. We put, we, we, we say, well, they won't want to hear from me because of X, Y, Z. That is not your, you do, you don't need to, to think for them. You just need to go ahead and do stuff. So mm -hmm. that can be really freeing. Mm -hmm. um, and I think also the more you do put yourself out there, the more you attract the right people to you. And um, I noticed that actually, if I've been head down, you know, I do, client, I do do some client work. And if it's a really busy time and I've not done much in terms of my own PR, I really feel it from, you know, the audience perspective and, and the connections and the discovery calls and that kind of thing. So, you know, doing it, keeping it going, keeping that tap going rather than turning it off and turning it on again. I think just keeping putting yourself out there, keep thinking of different ways that you can do it. I think for me is really I, I know it's important for me and I know it's something that works for the people that I work with yeah, as well. Absolutely. I totally agree with both of those. I really do. It's really important. Really important. So how can people connect with you? Um, so my website is theprset.com and I'm on Instagram at Pippa underscore the dot PR dot set. But if you just put Pippa PR set, it I think it comes up and I'm on LinkedIn, Pippa Golden. Um, so, yeah. And, and if anyone's got any questions about this, then, you know, feel free to reach out and ask me because I'm just really passionate about people starting and getting going and taking action, because the more you do it, the more results you get and that's kind of what I want and yeah and I think it needs to come further up the to-do list maybe than it does because yeah. I think sometimes I know even myself it's oh I've got to do that I need to write that I need to do that so it goes down the list and actually although we've said PR and marketing are separate in a sense both are as important as each other and whereas in business years ago people used to say oh marketing is the first thing we'd lose in fact marketing should be the last thing that you lose Totally. So therefore, PR and marketing should be things at the yeah. top of your list, not at the bottom of it. Yeah, I think as we're coming into, you know, this, the financial situation that we're in and it doesn't look like it's improving anytime soon. You know, yeah. I think taking action and, and putting, you know, putting yourself out there and doing things. You don't have to spend a lot of money to, to, to do effective PR, to do effective marketing, um, but don't stop because you know that would be the really the wrong thing to do I think yeah and I think there's a temptation there with people to go oh what's the point at the moment what's the point I would, I would keep going opposite yeah like keep if, if anything you need to do more yeah. yeah 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 absolutely Pippa it's been a real real joy to talk to you today thank you so much for being my guest thank you for having me it's been oh. lovely
Well, we have to do another one in the future as well. It's been really lovely to have you. Um, so for those of you who've obviously been listening live, if you've got any um, to us, then if you've got any questions, then just do send them in. And obviously either of us will answer them for you. Obviously, you know how to connect with Pippa. I'll also put her details in the show notes here as well. You'll find them down below or up above. And I will catch you in our next episode. So thank you for watching and listening. Bye. Bye. Thank you.